Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Welcome to Fitness Disrupted, a production of iHeartRadio. I am Tom Holland, and this is Fitness Disrupted. Take it easy. Too much strenuous exercise may shorten your lifespan, study suggests. That's one. Here's another. This is what happens to your body when you exercise too much. A third headline? Yes, it's possible to exercise too much. Here are the signs. Couple more. Too much exercise may be bad for the heart. Too much running? Tied to shorter lifespans, studies find. Sorry, running doesn't make you live longer. And then finally, how much exercise is too much? So that's the topic of today's episode of Fitness Disrupted. And it's one amongst many, but one of the top topics in exercise that raises my heart rate into the red zone probably more than doing a hard track workout. Too much exercise. This episode could be two minutes because how many people are actually doing too much exercise? And for those people that are, at the end of the episode, I'm going to tell you why for many of those people, it is okay. And it's going to surprise you. And it's something that it took me years to come to the conclusion of why. And it sounds totally against everything I talk about, but it will make sense when I bring it all home, all right? So those were headlines, and those are just a few. 
Those are just a few. Too much exercise. All of these studies <laughs> about people doing too much exercise. Let me just begin by talking about statistics. Let's talk about the top eight causes of death in the United States. Number one, heart disease. Over 600,000 per year. Heart disease. Number two, cancer. Number three, accidents. Four, chronic lower respiratory diseases. Five is stroke. Six is Alzheimer's disease. Seven, diabetes. Eight, the flu and pneumonia. How many of those can be prevented significantly through exercise? Um, just about all of them. Where in that top eight causes of death is too much exercise. It ain't there. And it's not number nine, 10. It's not connected to any of them. But the number one cause of death, heart disease. How much does exercise help prevent that? And obviously healthy eating and all those other things, but it's all connected. So this is what drives me absolutely insane. Because people read those headlines, read them a couple more times. People read those headlines. And you know what they do? They look at guys like me or many of you who exercise frequently. And they use it not only as an excuse not to do it or to think they're doing too much, but to put down the people who are exercising frequently. And that's not okay. You know, I've often said the fact that there's a term like an exercise nut or exercise fanatic and that there's some kind of negative connotation to it, that's pretty crazy. And that needs to change. So just let me pull out a couple of these articles. One, one we'll start with, okay? Here's the great. So headline is, yes, it's possible to exercise too much. Here are the signs. And the subtitle, this is my favorite, hitting the gym almost daily and still not seeing results. So if you hit the gym almost daily, not seven days a week, that's exercising too much? Now, obviously, what you do there depends, but this is insane. This is insane that we're even having this conversation. And I get it, people. I'm all about the science. We all need to know the optimal dose. And if you've listened to any of my episodes so far up to this point, you know my term excessive moderation. So obviously, I'm not for doing too much, but it is not a problem. It is not a problem. And doing anything to discourage people from exercising? And wait till you hear what these studies are based on. I mean, it's truly laughable. It's actually truly laughable. And, and it shouldn't be because this is actually life and death. So when I say laughable, that's tongue in cheek because that's what drives me nuts. And that's why I do this episode. And that's why I do this show is because this is life and death. And it's not funny when people twist the science and just to get headlines and clicks and to be provocative and to confuse people. To confuse people. I mean, seriously, hitting the gym almost daily and still not, see, it's not seeing results? And I'll talk about overtraining syndrome and I'll talk about the athlete's heart. But it's not a problem. We have so many other problems when it comes to healthy lifestyles and discouraging people and confusing people about the value of exercise is insane. Quick break. And when we come back, 
I got studies. We're going to make you laugh. They're going to talk about one of the top ones that's out right now and why it's based on kabuki dancers, Japanese kabuki dancers. That's where the study comes from. All right, quick break. We'll be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. My heart rate's already elevated. I don't like that. I go through my life as if I'm wearing a heart rate monitor, and nothing raises it. It's all a choice, right? Stress is a choice. If you haven't come to that conclusion, listen to that podcast. But this frustrates me. So let's jump right into it. That first headline I read you, take it easy. Too much strenuous exercise may shorten your lifespan, study suggests. Okay. Okay. And there are a bunch of other articles that were written about this study. Okay? And you go, okay, what did did they look at? Did they look at runners who are running like really far, you know, frequently? Was it swimmers? Was it CrossFit people? Who was it? Who was it that this... How much exercise is too much? Where was that relationship they found between too much exercise and and cardiovascular deaths? All right. Uh, Kabuki dancers. 
Researchers from the Tokyo Institute of Technology have published their findings from a study in which they analyzed a group of kabuki performers against more sedentary artist groups. Now, when they went into this study, they thought, well, kabuki dancers, and I'm not really familiar, <laughs> had to look it up, heard of it, uh, I guess an active type of dance, obviously. And when they started the study, they thought, well, kabuki dancers would live longer than the sedentary people because they're moving more. And what they found was the opposite. Kabuki actors are living shorter lives than their more sedentary artist groups they compared them against. So two theories they came out with. <laughs> the first, common sense, but not really. <laughs> the constant excessive endurance training necessary for performances effectively neutralizes the usual benefits of exercise. And that's going to come up. That's going to come up. I'm going to give you about five, six, seven studies, and you're going to see... First of all, that dose response, yeah, more is generally better. More is better, especially given the current guidelines, especially given the statistics, which I'm going to get to again. But here's the other factor. Here's the great one that you're not going to read. I, I looked through many of the articles that were based on this study, and I only found one out of about 10 that gave this other reason. It conveniently left out. So again, the first reason they're saying excessive endurance training necessary for performances effectively neutralizes the usual benefits of exercise. Could that be possible? Of course. But here's the other really interesting possible factor. The widespread use of lead-containing white powder as face mask, as face makeup, sorry, during kabuki performances. Actors who use that face paint often back then uh, may have done serious harm to their health, they're wondering. Okay, so there might be other factors. And to have all of these articles that come out of that study, that study is insane. Now, I get it. We're about studies, and we're going to look at it all. But, you know, it's a Venn diagram. You've got the studies, you've got the anecdotal, and you've got common sense, okay? But when you have all of the headlines that I started to show by reading, and there are so many more, it's so counterproductive, it's frightening. Let me go to one more here. Two more. <laughs> it's possible to exercise too much. Here's what you, it can do to your body and your brain. And the bullet points from this one. Exercise is supposed to be good for you. Supposed, so many people are just going to read that line and go, oh, well, it's supposed to. Well, maybe it's not. No, no, it's not supposed to be good for you. It is. And I get it. We're going to go to the extremes. Extremes, here it is. Exercise too much or running too fast can have serious consequences for your body and your brain. How many people have this problem? And listen, I, I Googled it. What, what is the percentage of people that exercise too much? Try to do a little research. The first thing that came up said one in 20. That is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. To anyone who's been in this industry long enough, one in 20 people, in my experience, not even close, not even close. One in 20 people exercising too much. And in a second, I'm going to say, what is exercise? They don't even care. Is that strength training? Is that yoga? Is that swimming? So we use these terms and we have these headlines, three, four word headlines that are so vague and are based on kabuki dancer studies and serve to discourage people from the thing they should be doing. And that's not okay. That's not okay. And the second bullet point from this same article, 
Overexerting yourself could actually undo the results you worked hard to get. And worse, could damage your heart and arteries, lead to injuries, and make you addicted. Now again, I'm going to always preface it by saying I'm all about ex ex uh, excessive moderation. So we're going to talk about frequency, intensity, duration, and mode. Okay? But this is not a problem. Starting to, uh, doing too much too soon, of course. Of course. But not exercising too much as a way of life. And what I'm going to get to, too, is that our bodies are really smart machines. And they pretty much protect ourselves. I'll get to that. All right? Here's one final one that, oh, just wanted to reach through the, the, the computer screen and grab the person who wrote this article and this headline. Sorry, running doesn't make you live longer. I mean, I threw up in my mouth a little bit when I, when I read that. Sorry, running doesn't make you live longer. And in this totally convoluted article, and, and even to call it an examination of the research, it's just garbage. And again, not a small website. And, and here's the final, if you, if you got to the final paragraph, which was really difficult for me to do, here, here is the author's main reasoning for why running doesn't make you live longer. And again, most people aren't going to come close to getting to that final paragraph. Guarantee it. The problem here is the potential for people to think that they can run a little and counteract other things they're doing that are likely to shorten their lives like smokers. Oh, oh, I get it. So running doesn't make you live longer if you finish your three-mile run and go smoke three packs a day. People aren't that smart. So if you run and then you go drink a bottle of, you know, wine— because you think you can't, where does, where is the, where, where does it say that? That extrapolation is so ludicrous. Actually, like I consider not, <laughs> not even bringing it up, but I have to, because this is what people are reading. Sorry, running doesn't make you live longer. The vast majority of people don't get past that. That's all they want to see. And this is just garbage. It's just garbage. Oh, you're getting worked up. Let me give one final study here on, on study, a, a headline and then study that go with it. So this is the one I read, how much exercise is too much. Okay. Researchers find relationship between excess exercise and cardiovascular deaths in heart attack. Once again, most people stop reading right there, but let's dig a little deeper. See what this is about. Okay. Bottom line was... <laughs> They were looking at people who ran more than 30 miles per week. And then here they go at the end of these findings that, you know, too much exercise, uh, heart attack deaths. Uh, they point out that our study population consisted of heart attack survivors. That's kind of important to know. And most people aren't going to get that. They're just going to go, oh, exercise too much, healthy person. And they also say, uh, again, 30 plus miles per week. It's just crazy. And so the findings cannot be readily generalized to the entire population of heavy exercisers. Okay, that's kind of important. That's kind of important. And the statistics are nuts, by the way. So good that, you know, <laughs> you know, if you actually do your research a little bit, 
it's it's insane. Uh, the number of people who actually find this. Here we go. Cardiac rehabilitation. It's estimated that less than 15% actually participate in cardiac rehab following discharge. Do you see the connection here? So you have people being told you're doing too much. Then they have a heart attack. And then this study comes out. If you actually read enough, you go, oh, my gosh, I've had a heart attack. I, pro- I probably shouldn't do much. And that less than 15% actually participate in cardiac rehab following discharge. Do you think that's connected? Uh, maybe they're not doing enough. If less than 15% are actually doing anything. I'm sorry, 15%, yeah, are, <laughs> are doing anything. Uh, Dr. Charles Hennekins, lack of physical activity accounts for 22% of coronary heart disease, 22% of colon cancer, 18% of osteoporotic uh, fractures, 12% of diabetes and hypertension, and 5% of breast cancer. Again, I would say those numbers are higher. I will take those uh, numbers fine. According to the CDC, $117 billion in annual health care costs are related to low physical activity. Four in five students in high school do not get enough physical activity. Four in five. Four in five. How, uh, what are their adult lives going to look like? Three in four adults do not get enough physical activity. Three in four. And again, the numbers are going to be higher because those are self-reports. Those are people who are saying they do get enough and that they do exercise intensely when they do. But we're, we're coming out with these headlines. Too much exercise. Three and four don't do enough, but we're worried about too much. And so let's go back to defining the exercise because it's not even in those headlines. It's not in those headlines. Strength training? Can you do too much strength training? You can do too much of anything. You can do too much of anything, but that is not the problem. But when it comes to these studies and what they're talking about, generally speaking, they're talking about the heart, right? They're talking about the heart. And so they're talking about runners. So Most of these studies, they're talking about runners, okay? But they're often twisting the research. Okay, here's one. And it's one specific doctor. I don't want to get into him specifically, but he had a TED Talk, and he's behind the, you know, too much exercise, you know, bandwagon. He's on that bandwagon, and that's going to get you a lot of press, a lot of press. And so one specific study that he was involved with, And the researchers behind the newest study on the issue say people who either get no exercise or high mileage runners both tend to have shorter lifespans than moderate runners. But the reasons why remain unclear. Well, that's probably important, right? Here's the thing. When you break down that study, it's the master's running study. Anyone can fill it out. You can actually go there and fill it out. And it's a series of questions. The questions are how old you are, how much you run, whether you have high blood pressure, how often you take painkillers, NSAIDs, and that's it. There's no follow-up and there's no data on how long you live. And that's where many of these articles came from. And the data was divided into two groups, those who ran more than 20 miles per week and those who ran less than 20 miles per, per week. And if you actually look at the data, no difference. And then if you look a little further, there was one difference. Great article, Alex Hutchinson. Amazing uh, author. The difference was the people who ran less than 20 miles a week took more anti-inflammatories. But there was no data to offer explanation as to why high mileage runners might die earlier. Correlation causation. 
And I would just constantly go back to, yes, excessive moderation is exactly what I preach. Don't do a lot of exercise a little bit. Do a little bit of exercise a lot. And how much do I talk about variation? Yesterday I swam. I do paddleboard, was traveling. I try to do so many different modes, especially at 51, to be as balanced and as healthy as possible. Okay, but you may have heard of athlete's heart, right? When I go into the doctor, my, my EKG and my heart rate, resting heart rate, causes an initial red flag because it's called the athlete's heart. So as you exercise, your heart registers a larger volume of blood, okay? And over time, the left ventricle especially adapts and it gets bigger. It enlarges. Athlete's heart. But this larger cavity holds more blood and it ejects more blood per beat, even at rest. The heart is a muscle. The more you train that muscle, the stronger it gets. And yes, it hypertrophies as well. Over time, with chronic cardio exercise, your resting heart rate drops because every beat delivers a bigger amount of blood and fewer beats are needed. So your heart is working less hard, okay? Every squeeze, more blood comes out. Average resting heart rate, 60 to 100. You know, different 60 to 80, 80 to 100, but in that number. True endurance athletes, 40, 40s, 50s. It takes work off of your heart, and this is why cardio exercise is so important for heart health. This is a healthy thickness, okay, from exercise. Your heart can get thick from high blood pressure, not healthy. Or can get thick from exercise, and that's what we want. It's not a medical condition, athlete's heart. It's the normal changes, the normal adaptations that occur in the hearts of people who exercise frequently. It's positive changes. Uh, according to the uh, American College of Sports Medicine, treatment is not required for individuals diagnosed with athlete's heart, no evidence has been found of any long-term danger from the changes regular exercise may cause to the heart. All right, so athlete's heart, it's connected to exercise, positive changes, and bradycardia, low resting heart rate. That's a red flag too, initially, but it's a good thing. All right, final break. When we come back, I'm going to give you the good news, the studies, the counteract, this garbage, this super unhelpful, super dangerous way of trying to just completely distort exercise and get people to do less because they're, they're fear of dying. Not okay. We'll be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And we are back talking about too much exercise and I'm here to tell you don't worry about it at the end of the day don't worry about it and I give you the studies in a second but really quickly the the body is a ridiculously smart machine so I will do a separate episode on overtraining syndrome but ten, if you start to do too much exercise guess what your body says enough and two things generally happen you get injured muscular injury or you experience overtraining syndrome, which is fatigue, irritability, and decreased performance. So your body pretty much tells you when you're doing too much. So it's really hard to do too much. And if you do, the, the body slows you down really quickly. Really quickly. You know, this comes from someone who has participated. I've gone to the extremes. But even going to the extremes, I train so much less than many of the people because... The, the t my toughest day is, is the race day. So training, that's when most people get hurt and they do too much. So even though I train for some pretty intense events, my training for them is balanced because I don't want to be injured and I don't want, I want to be healthy. I want to be doing this when I'm 90. And my main claim to fame is being injury free. That's what I'm most proud of. Okay, let's get to the studies. Great stuff. Study number one, leisure time, physical activity of moderate to vigorous intensity and mortality, a large pooled cohort analysis. Okay, this was a bunch of research and it was in PLOS uh, 2012. Researchers used data gathered during six studies, six previous studies, including a total of, of nearly 640,000 men and women ages 40 and over. Here are the takeaways. Okay, six studies they looked at exercise, okay, 40 and over, when higher levels of activity were linked 
uh, I'm sorry, while higher levels of activity were linked to even longer life expectancies, moderate activity was beneficial. So that's the great news. You don't have to do a lot, nor should you. How many times have I talked about taking only and just out of your vocabulary when it comes to exercise and that minutes matter? And this is not conflicting messages that I'm giving you here. What I'm saying is we don't have to worry about too much exercise because A, the vast majority of people aren't even coming close and B, your body will slow you down. That's why. That's why. All right. Same study, greater amounts of physical activity were associated with, yes, additional life expectancy gains. At the highest level of activity, 450 minutes per week, the gain was four and a half years. Wow, that kind of goes against too much. And you don't have to do that much. But if you do more, generally speaking, when it's quality more, and that's how I'll end the show, it's better. Here's a quote. From Mark Tremblay, director of the Healthy Active Living and Obesity Research Group at the University of Ottawa, Canada, involved in this study, the finding provides further evidence that there is a clear direct dose response relationship between volume of physical activity and years of life gained. Let me read that again. The finding provides further evidence that there is a clear direct dose response relationship between volume of physical activity, how much you do, and years of life gained. The findings also suggest that physical activity at recommended levels or higher may further increase longevity. Great news. Study number two, health benefits of physical activity, the evidence. This was in Canadian Medical Association Journal, March 2006. It was a narrative review of numerous studies as well. And here's the quote. There is incontrovertible evidence that regular physical activity contributes to the primary and secondary prevention of several chronic diseases and is associated with a reduced risk of premature death. And here we go. There appears to be a graded linear relation between the volume of physical activity and health status such that the most physically active people Drumroll are at the lowest risk. People who engage in exercise at levels above those recommended in the guidelines are likely to gain further health benefits. All right. Study three. Now we're getting to running because that's what so much of this noise was about. So let's, let's look at it. Let's look at it. Study three. Is running associated with a lower risk of all cause cardiovascular and cancer mortality and is the more, the better, a systematic review and meta-analysis, British Journal of Sports Medicine, okay? 14 studies from six uh, prospective cohorts uh, with 230,000 participants were included. Conclusion, and it may surprise you that I'm included. I, I give you everything. Increased rates of participation in running, regardless of its dose, would probably lead to substantial improvements in population, health, and longevity. Any amount of running, even just once a week, is better than no running. And here's a study that kind of goes against what I'm talking about. We're putting it all in here. But higher doses of running may not necessarily be associated with greater mortality benefits. That's one study, and what I'm going to talk about at the end is why. But linear relationship more. So the news for this is you don't have to run insane number of miles per week. And here's, I'm going to skip ahead because it's time. P. 
people who run that far, in my experience, are doing so for different reasons. Mental reasons. And many of those people, if they didn't run more than 30 miles per week, in my experience, would have major issues, mental and physical. This is their medication. They, many of them, and again, this is my experience, this is not, many of them would probably not live as long for other reasons because they need it. I'm thinking of one in particular, and there are many that I've come across in my life doing Ironman and ultra marathons and marathons. This one person, marathon, ultra, every weekend. And I used to be so negative. You know, when I would look at this person, it was starting out, it's too much. Then I realized this person needed it. This person needs it. And they would probably live a long, healthy life too. Probably live, but it's for the mind for this person first. It's for stress and anxiety. And that is not looked at in the research enough when it comes to these high volume exercisers. All right. So sure. It's, it's uh, still higher doses is better. Is there a, tur- a crossover point? Of course. I want to do too much and you don't have to, but that line is, is so high for most people and those people who are crossing it are doing so for a different reason. All right. A couple more. Uh, study number four, long-term marathon running is associated with low coronary plaque formation in women. Let me backtrack a little bit. So there was a study in 2017 that was widely reported. It was about running, and it basically said running's bad for your heart. Too much running, marathon, bad for your heart. And it was older male endurance athletes um, with a low risk for heart disease were more likely to have a greater amount of calcium plaque in their coronary arteries. And the media ran with this. Too much running marathons, bad for your heart. Well, even the study researchers questioned the significance of this observation. Why? Because the plaques with calcium are more stable than non-calcified plaques, and therefore they're less likely to cause a heart attack. So probably not a problem. So it was they found this one abnormality that wasn't really a big deal, simplifying it big time. And then that goes to this study. So women, long-term marathon running is associated with low coronary plaque formation in women. And they looked at women who ran at least one marathon per year for 10 to 25 years. They underwent a battery of tests. What did they find? Women marathon runners had minimal coronary artery calcium counts, lower coronary artery plaque prevalence, and less calcified plaque volume compared with sedentary women. Oh my gosh. Two more quick studies. Study number five, they looked at, uh, let me condense it down, 2015 Finnish study, they looked at former elite endurance athletes, and they found that they had a five to six year increase in life expectancy, not decrease, with significant decrease in the risk of stroke and heart disease. And the study was in the British Journal of Sports Medicine 2015, and the title was All Cause and Disease-Specific Mortality Among Male Former Elite Athletes with an Average 50-Year Follow-Up. That's a big deal. And finally, last one. Study looked at 67 ultramarathon runners. What did they find? This is so interesting. And this is where we're going with all of this in the future. They had 11% longer telomeres. You go, what the heck is that? Okay, telomere length is recognized as a marker of biological age. And the shorter telomere length is associated with an increased risk of cardiovascular disease. 
So this is really interesting. And this is, this is where the science is going, the telomeres, right? And they're protective caps at the end of our chromosomes that, again, are a marker of biological aging. And in this study, it corresponded to a 16.2-year younger biological age compared with the healthy counterparts. Okay, lots of studies. Lots of studies. So the takeaway from all this is this. It is really, really, really hard to do too much exercise for most people. They don't have to worry about it. And if you're listening and you're, you're one of those people who does too much, now I'm not talking too much too soon. There are some, you know, listen to my podcasts on, uh, you know, AMRAP and things like that. I'm talking frequency and mixing it up. And that most people don't have to worry about it. And those people who do have to worry about it, they are shut down really quickly. They're the people who come to me and say, I have bad X, I have bad this. They have injured themselves from too much too soon. Too much too soon. Doing the wrong type of exercise for your fitness level. Yes, you have to start gradually. Yes, you have to build a base of strength. We need to mix it up. But my point is, do not take from these headlines that exercise at really, you know, uh, high frequencies and intensities are bad for you. When it's bad for you, the body will slow down. When it's bad for you and you do it wrong, you're going to get hurt. But that's why my shows are about excessive moderation and that we need to do it all day long and that going to the gym can be part of your routine, but that's not where we get healthy, by and large. Sure, you can build strength, and absolutely, you're going to confer benefits, and I still go, but it's what we do all day long. We need to move. We need to mix it up. Running is good for you. Runners live longer. Statistics are there. Runners have a lower incidence of osteoarthritis than non-runners. One of the primary reasons... In my experience and research, one of them is you weigh less. You're carrying around less weight. What do you think is more detrimental on your body? Running 30 minutes, three times a week, four times a week, or carrying around 30 extra pounds, 24 hours a day? Come on. So this is where common sense comes in. And that's why it's not just about the research. A lot of people I know who are in the ivory towers who have never exercised and are talking about exercise, and, and that's part of the problem. So we have to look at their studies. We have to pull them apart. We have to look at the anecdotal people who are actually doing it. We have to take experience. We have to take common sense. And then we see where it meets. And where it meets is we need to do a lot more. Three and four people are not getting enough exercise. Why the heck are we worried about too much? Not a problem. Not a problem. Okay? All right. I, go, I need to go for a run. Get my <laughs> heart rate back. It's incredible. This is how much I love my job and how passionate I am. As I get really frustrated with the bad information. It's bad information. Pull it back. I scroll back. Get myself worked up. Where is it? Uh, sorry, running doesn't make you live longer. Okay, buddy. Sure. Really helpful. All right. Studies are there. Get in Lots of different types of exercise, strength training. If you haven't listened to my episode on the five components of fitness and then throw in the other podcast where I did the sixth that I think should be added in, that's what it's about. 
It's not about doing one type of exercise exclusively. That's no good. That's no good. Doesn't matter how healthy it is. You need to mix it up. You need to mix up your intensities. Some days you do endurance. Some days you you don't do the same thing over and over again. But when you do many different things and you mix it up, it's more fun. It's sustainable. Excessive moderation. I am living proof of it at 51 and my clients as well. That's where success comes long-term. We're all about the short-term. You know, we were not wired to worry about the future. We were wired to worry about, are you going to get eaten by a tiger in the next hour? And that's part of the problem. That's another episode. All right. Thank you for listening. I am Tom Holland. If you have not subscribed yet to this podcast, you have to. Why would you not? I have one goal is to help you have the best information so you can live your best life. I have no bias. My bias is helping people, giving you the best information. And that's tough for you, most of you who don't spend your time digging into the research. And there's some people with letters after their names who are really confusing you and they shouldn't be, but it makes them money And that's part of the problem. If you have not rated the show, please do so. And if you have, thank you very much. Tom H. Fit is my Instagram and Twitter. You can reach out to me there as well as fitnessdisrupted.com. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I, I love what I do. And we are in control of three things. How much we move, what we put into our mouths, and our attitudes. And that is amazing. And that is awesome. Thank you for listening. I am Tom Holland. This is Fitness Disrupted. Believe in yourself. Fitness Disrupted is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day smart metabolic burn by brain md can kickstart your metabolism fight stubborn body fat especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey right now save over 30 percent on smart metabolic burn at getsmartburn.com the lowest price anywhere that's getsmartburn.com don't delay transform your life with smart metabolic burn from brain md these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration our products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets in the car, while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. 
or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.